0: Hello, guys and girls, and welcome to episode 72 of the F-Reality podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show, live-streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook, And on Twitch, you can tune into the show live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. You can also check out the audio version, which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud and on Anchor. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're literally two subscribers away from a thousand so you could really help us out boost us over that that thousand subscribers on stream that'd be awesome a a week, to a week
1: from now mike we're still like one <laughs> off that <laughs> this is gonna feel good this is gonna feel yeah good.
0: yeah so uh if you have any questions comments or feedback during the show put them in the chat we'll try to answer as many questions as we can now it's time for me to introduce you to the team first up they say once you go green you get mean He's the proud owner of a fancy new green screen. It's
1: Zimtok5. How are you doing, dude? Oh, uh, I've been greenified, man. I've been greenified. Yeah. And I've seen the light, and it's horrible. Um, I am I am very well known <laughs> for for being dead set against something for like three, four years, and then something tipping the balance and me going for it, and then me going like, okay, this is pretty fucking good. Uh, so the thing is, I think it, and I, I, I got myself an Elgato green screen, the kind of easy, you know, pull up, drop one. And um that was actually – that device being available was really a prerequisite to uh, me even jumping on board because I wasn't going to, you know, you know, put up a cloth behind me on stilts and stuff like that. And I definitely wasn't going to paint my room a garish green. I mean, I want my Skyrim poster and Kitty Jaws posters up there. So none of this bright green nonsense. <laughs> Sorry, YouTubers and others who love green, but uh, I just can't stand that color. I mean, I had green shorts which meant lovely that I I was able to dance around on stream yesterday with uh, no pants. Ha ha Take that Twitch TOS. Uh, But aside from that, no, it's been, it's been a lovely experiment. And I'd say the, 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 the thing that's most important about it. And the thing, if anyone, anyone's ever considering a racing wheel is like, consider where am I storing it? Right. What's the set up and set down time. Right. And uh, you know, where's it going to be in your environment? Like, and, and then, and then really accurately answer to yourself is that amount of money Worth it for that little toy uh, to then get something out of it? And will you actually use it? Because for a year I had to debate over the wheel because I was like, there's no way I'm going to take it on and put it off like every stream. And eventually after a couple of years of literally having the wheel over here and like I work from home, like s- straddling over my keyboard like this for the whole day, like that's not good. That's really, really bad. And not smart. Finally wizened up and stuck it over here and it stayed there for like six months. So you got to work out where you're going to put these things. Uh, if you're going to want So The question back. is... Is it is it a worthwhile purchase? Does it oh get the, the Zim seal of approval? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'll tell you why. Oh, it does. Within ten minutes, I had a perfectly, uh, perfectly lit, perfectly keyed green screen up working. Super easy. Cool. Um, I, I cool. Can't, Wait, are you, you going to show it on stream? How quickly it goes? <laughs> do you want me to?
2: Maybe we'll yeah. do it later. Yeah, we'll Towards <laughs> we'll we'll the All end now. of the show.
0: All right now. Okay. So moving on. Eventually. <laughs> 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 Next up, he collects. All the headsets, but don't dare touch them because they're all his precious. He is the Smeagol of the metaverse. It is, Nathan. How are you doing, man? You are right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for calling me (laughs) Smeagol.
0: It's like our nickname
3: for each other. We call each other Smeagol. That's true. It's endearing. After the podcast, I'm going to crawl into my grotto again and uh, (laughs) kiss all my my VR headsets like I do every day. Kiss them to
1: sleep. <laughs> you, you have a scary number of headsets. I mean from a guy who who feels like his house is filled with them. My god. You got like 30 headsets. It's crazy. Yeah, but also the fact that I have sometimes double, right?
3: I have I have a few of the same ones too. Mm. So uh but Just there is still some selecting like to do this year, right? So mm. Yeah. Gotta, but other than uh, other than all your your headsets, are you, are you okay? You right? Yes, I'm I'm getting ready to go to China tomorrow, so uh mm exciting times it is very exciting it's very
0: exciting we've got a special guest actually next week taking your spot yeah so, uh, yeah for I'm those going of you out there taste for once yeah, stay tuned for that um so next up he's been uh, overdosing on carbs this week playing with potatoes keep your eyes peeled for the rowdy guy how you doing man you all
2: right <laughs> 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 how long did you have to think about that one it took me a while
0: <laughs> Although I've got some more for you. Are you ready for this one? Uh yeah, go, what, go, go. what do you call a stolen potato? A hot potato. <laughs> and I got one more, I got one more. I got one more. What what do you call a potato that smokes weed? A baked potato. <laughs> 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 no, that,
2: that was good. Uh, that was good. Man. Oh, man. That, I like the last one. I like the last one the best. You like that? You like that? Yeah. You like that? But you're okay? I'm, I'm you're all right. right. I'm all right. I'm perfect. You know, I'm begging my, my... my I saw people in the chat saying, is rowdy in a tent? I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm, <laughs> a, I'm like a Korean and like a green environment or something. No, I'm just like you know, Zim was supposed to key this out and make it look like I'm like somewhere <laughs> in the woods. But apparently,
1: apparently, he hasn't done that. I have no <laughs> idea. I literally have a video loaded about that. Uh, I, oh, what's what's the name of the band? I don't know the the gay bar one, uh, Electric Electric Six. <laughs> I was going to put that behind <laughs> you it's muted um, and sneak it in there today, but I decided that's just not right.
3: All
2: right,
3: all it right, did didn't happen today. Okay, Arlo, <laughs> <laughs> you the rowdy's next the camping trip, apparently. Yeah,
0: but it's good to hear yeah, really. that you're uh, you're all alright and you enjoyed my little potato jokes. Um, <laughs> let me know in the chat if you appreciate them or not. If you don't know who I am, I'm Mike from Virtual Reality Oasis. Uh, we've got a jam-packed episode for you today. We're going to be talking about Vive Pro I updates. Fold away haptics. This is kind of a crazy transforming VR thumbstick that can provide haptic feedback in virtual reality. We're going to be talking about the latest VR releases to look forward to next week and ProTube's new ForceTube VR. This upcoming accessory will add recoil feedback to your favorite gunstock so some interesting topics to talk about but of course let's start the show off how we usually start it off and that is to find out what everyone's been playing this week and their highlight of the week in vr and uh as Nathy was up first with the no zim was up first with the introductions
1: he gets to go first so what you've been up to this week then man Lucky, uh, get my ass kicked by an eighteen-year-old. Uh, <laughs> so, a friend, a good friend of mine, uh, who's one of my moderators, named Adam, uh, last night gave me a shoeing in uh, in Box VR. I didn't. I was just kind of toying around the green <laughs> screen, trying different things, and then got into Box VR. And I was like, "There's a multiplayer mode. I didn't know there was a multiplayer mode, and and I didn't realize it's like multi multiplayer It's not just two people. You can have like I don't know how many it is. Maybe there's like eight or sixteen really? or something. Yeah, I, I was like we could totally get something going here. Like, you know, get everyone get up at 7am on a Sunday and just fucking get in there and you compete. But I got to tell you, when you do like squat exercise things against an 18 year old, you lose badly. <laughs> and I'm burning today. Uh, I am hobbling around in a way that I haven't for weeks. So, um, you know, Good job, Adam. I had, the, I had that with the with Beat Saber. The first time that I played that, just because of like,
2: you know, you're like ducking and you're going up and down, up and down. And I, I'm telling you, the next three days, I couldn't do any stairs at all. I couldn't do any stairs. People are looking at me like, what did he do over the weekend? But yeah. Wait, you couldn't do any stairs. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do any stairs. It's, it's the glutes and the quads. No, you know? it's, it's the, when you play like the, um, like the, the higher levels, you get like a lot of those blocks we need to like duck from. Oh, and the like under And those kind of things. Uh... We... <laughs> so, so this multiplayer,
0: just describe it to yeah. me. So you're, you're playing side by side. Is that kind of how I, it
1: works? I, I thought that's how it would be. You actually have like a leaderboard in front of you and you can see like their calorie burn. Uh, so you know how much like punch effort and, you know, kind of their it's like their rate of point change uh, that you've got as well as the overall points and the thing is like i started off really strong i'm usually good at these like exercise things and i'm like yeah no way and then i look up for like two seconds and he's like double my score (laughs) what the hell i didn't miss anything and and he's just obviously going to town because he was breathless at the end he was focused on killing me and i'm like nah let's do another one and he beat me at that one and oh it was just it was it was atrocious but it really inspired me to be like, because multiplayer exercise, like if anyone's ever done like training for like a 5K or something, a race, uh, if you have a buddy to just, you know, just one other person who you will disappoint if you don't exercise um, is transformational in terms of, so that's the big key here. And I think this is really cool because like, as you said, Rowdy, if, if there was multiplayer Beat Saber and there is the party mode, <sighs> which was a big hit at OC5. I played that for like five days straight with the uh, Tech team. Um, but if there was multiplayer Beat Saber, I mean, that would be all over the place. That's got to be something they're working on because that's... Yeah, uh, for sure. I can't wait
0: for sure. But you're, you're totally right. Having that accountability to someone else makes a huge difference. All the difference. So, yeah. so can we catch, can we watch this back on your vod? And is this you using your fancy <laughs> new green screen as well? It is.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah? Um, have you have you dabbled with uh, mixed reality recording yet?
1: Yes. So what I did yesterday was actually the um, I, I call it Zimzidia test, which is can I. Uh, firstly, get the thing out of the box on stream. And then uh, how quickly can I get the thing working? Uh, and so obviously the uh, the Elgato green screen passed with flying colors in 10 minutes. Uh, Live, I, I specifically said, okay, what the current state of Live is, because I tried Live, which is a software you can download on Steam, it's free, and it, it helps you with integration for calibrating uh, for mixed reality. And I thought, okay, how good are they at the moment? Because I've heard it's pretty straightforward, but I think it's still configuration heavy. Can I do it without looking at any instructions? Can I just... Let me see how intuitive the app is. Yeah. So, unfortunately, they failed the idiot test there, or maybe I did. Uh, I don't know. But it I didn't quite get there. I got to the point where, like, the scene was compositing, the cameras weren't quite oriented, and they couldn't see what I was trying to get them to see, although they could see a composited scene, but it was, like, in the wrong place. So, I must have done something wrong. I'm going to go back and look at the guides and then prepare for the next one. But uh, to be honest, yeah. I got further than I was expecting to get. So... Uh, it, it's definitely a tricky. I to get into that. Tri- get into that. And
2: you, you did a few uh, tutorials on it, Mike. Uh, are they yeah. still up to date as well, or uh, are they? Uh... They're a little bit outdated
0: because Live did an update where they they don't rely on an external um, setup seen anymore so they used to use a, a an app called vi Viver, and then they dropped that and now it's integrated within the app itself so that's the only thing that's really changed but it did confuse a lot of people but pretty much everything i covered in that guide is still applies and is still relevant so that's- yeah go and check mm-hmm. it out but i think it's one of those things if you invest a lot of time and effort and you've got a setup that doesn't necessarily have to be moved around so much then it'll always be calibrated and set up for that then afterwards yeah um but yeah.
1: I need to get into that as well. Yeah. Uh, well, I just want, it looks, the thing is, and this is the tipping point again, three, four years decided it was totally against green screens. And then I, and then a friend of mine is like, oh, that looks fun. And he was like pointing to another lady on Twitch who I kind of have animosity against, you could say. <laughs> and uh, I was like, feck that. I'm going to go and try it and just see how I can do it better. You know? So anyway, I'm just on that. Now. Nothing like a little bit of healthy competition to spur you oh, on. Oh, I'm all for competition. Absolutely. Yeah. And Mike, yeah. I'll see you in Box VR at some stage so
3: uh <laughs> just just an important announcement we we hit a uh, thousand uh subscribers well done, lads. Yeah. thank you very much for thank those in the chat that helped us
1: out all right we, that are we are
3: officially famous now on youtube
1: can we just have another <laughs> nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand subs please yeah, gotta hit that <laughs> If we can reach that no,
0: like, by the end of the stream, we'll all get naked. <laughs> oh,
2: Maybe you
1: don't want that. The sub starts going I, down. I know how I know right. how the internet works, Mike. I'm not joining that. In an hour that, that can happen. So, uh, Nathy, uh,
0: tell us what you've been up to this week, there, man. Well, first of all,
3: Christmas tree is gone. Oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this week you've cleaned your room. Well done. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I it, it took me a week to well get rid of the Christmas tree. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't play that much at the moment. I feel like the the launch titles that we are getting are well not the most amazing ones. It's it's like the start of the of the new year. So yeah. we are we are still waiting for the big ma- behemoths of, of 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 games. But I uh, I did play like everyone else uh, Ace Combat Seven. I think everyone pretty much played it mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's awesome. I, I like it, but I do have to say uh, you can only play three missions, right in VR mm-hmm. and yep. it's over really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, w- w- I want more. So it, I, I still think it's, it's quite expensive for what you get, but maybe that's just me. Uh, the game's like 60 bucks, right? Yeah, exactly. It's expensive. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And and, and and when you then can only play three PSVR missions that more feel like, well, experiences compared to what you can play on the Pancake screen, I'm like, yeah, maybe you should just have sold it separately from the from the base game, yeah. I think.
1: Good call. Good idea.
0: Yeah, because yeah. that's pretty much what I was going to talk about this week as well. And, you know, like I I'd never really played any flight combat games before like it's not really my genre it's not really my bag no, no, and here. um you, you played it with the the thrust master
3: hotess yes. right yes. so I... HOTAS. yeah yeah and and I, again like i'm also not a uh like like flight fanatic at all and uh it's it i was surprised how how fast you can learn and yeah uh it's it's great it's it's so much fun it's it's way better than playing with a gamepad because i did that before uh, because i had to wait for my uh for my uh well flight stick and yeah it adds so much more to the immersion it's it's sure. you so much more control over over your plane and yeah it's it's nice but i think it would have been overkill if i would have bought this flight stick just for ace combat now this one mm-hmm. can also be used on PC, and you can use it with many more simulators. But is it coming to PC actually? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I, it, I heard in 2020, right? Um, oh no, it's the, like the a signed game, exclusive. The the game is coming to PC on the first of February, but the VR
0: oh, content yeah. isn't coming to PC for about a
3: year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But honestly, I would not buy a flight stick just for these three missions. No. But I would buy a flight stick to explore other simulators, the ones that Zim also spoke about in the last podcast. Uh, yeah. Not, so not flying run... aces, by the way. Beware, beware yeah. of that one. No, I, I did that one. I did that
2: one. <laughs> okay. What did you say, Brody?
3: <laughs> I didn't play it even with a flight stick. I just
2: played it like with uh, the. Gen- what can you play it with a flight stick? Actually, I don't know. I just used the general controls of the. Oh, shoot! Uh, yeah, I suck at these kind of things. Like you know, I, I landed my plane and all of a sudden the handbrake was off and the plane just rolled in the water every time that I tried that. Like, I, I don't even know. I uh, was screaming at the screen. Still need to make that video though. It's a pretty fun
1: one. <laughs> so you
2: got it off the boat, but not into the air. No, no, I, I was, and then he said, like, oh, go and land again. So I went, uh, I landed, and I, I was, like, you know, on the edge
1: of the thing. I was, like, leaning over, and I was, like, trying to hold it back, and go back, go back, it wouldn't work. Yeah, you gotta make, you got to make that into a video. Uh, one other thing, this is free, i would just got to mention. If you got a flight stick, and I know many of you do now, um, War Thunder, old freebie game, uh, for ages had kind of half half VR support. It's actually pretty decent. And if you want, you, you've got two different modes. You can go uh, arcade and you can go like full on sim, like kind of like what they were trying to show in, in, in that Navy simulator game where you got all the switches, you got to do all the takeoff steps, which is like seven, 12 steps before you can even get the plane in the air. Uh, and it, it, it takes you through a whole plethora of planes. So that's a good one. Mike started to dip right. into DCS, I think, as well. So I don't know if you touched it yet, but um, no, not yet. Good luck.
0: But I, I was going to ask Nathie, like, have you ever played an ace combat game before? No.
3: No, no it was so, the first. So time. pretty
0: much, we were in the same boat in in terms of we'd never used a hotas before, never played Ace Combat before. Flying games isn't really a genre. But, but uh, Elite like,
3: Dangerous.
2: Does anyone tried that with the a, with a, the with a flight no. stick? You don't like it, Zim? No, you're not you mentioning it. Love it.
1: Yeah. No. 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 Oh. No. Uh, the best part about Elite Dangerous, it is the only VR game that I know that you can use your hotas. Yeah. And then when you and, get to the planetary lander and you drop your SRV, you can fucking roam around with the pedals and everything on the surface yeah. of the moon, switching between nice. those and then calling your ship to come pick your SRV up and then fly off again. feels amazing. The, the reason I don't run elite more is it's the black abyss of space. And I don't find it that entertaining. There are people who um, i trying to remember the guy now, Malik VR. He's a partner Twitch streamer does only elite dangerous in VR. Um, okay. and so, you know, props right. to him, but I just, from an entertainment value, for me, it's, it's not enough for the audience. So.
0: Yeah. But Good. yeah, like I, I'd never really played any games like that before. I think the closest I've ever come to it is like um, Ultra Wings or maybe like um, E Valkyrie when that first came out. Because um, that, that feeling in E yeah. Valkyrie when you get shot off uh, into space oh. for the first time is that similar sort of feeling you get on Ace yes. Combat when you get shot yes. off the aircraft carrier for the first time. So those kind of feelings were really cool. But certainly, you know, and, and I know it's only got three missions, but. Still, I don't think I've come close to anything like that that really felt like an arcade experience. You know, you're completely immersed in a VR headset so you can look around freely. And then you've got this like hands-on throttle and stick combination as well. And that, that it's like peanut butter and jelly. Like it just works so well together that it it builds up to a really amazing experience. And I was just like completely blown away by it. I was going to say, speaking of
1: sticky peanut butter, the number one tip I have for dealing with the same, because you've got essentially the same model of Mm HOTAS that I do. This is great. See what's on the bottom there? Yeah. It's blue yeah. tack. Well, pink tack. But um, it's just sticky adhesive. Super helpful because if it feels like it's glued to metal or whatever and can't move, it gives you a totally different feeling. Trust me. Give it a shot.
2: Yeah. It's well I never had any problems there.
1: with it moving around anyway. Um, I don't one. know if they've already... Maybe
2: okay. they have a it's a different base because I have the same module as, uh, as Zim S yeah. and I have that, that it does move. So okay. maybe the, the models are slightly different and they already have something on the bottom. Of I'll them. tell you yeah. why.
1: The sticky pads on the bottom, once they pick up a little bit of dust, useless. Like it, right. it moves then. So I'd uh, say once yours get a bit, gets a week or two old, you'll find that issue. Yeah. But,
0: hmm. but I think overall, like it was about, what, an hour and a half's worth of content, would you say, Nathie, for the Ace Combat VR it, missions? It took, it took me around... 50
3: minutes to finish. Okay. It uh, took me
0: longer. I was just like a complete noob at it, and I died a few times yeah, before. Because sort of there, there is it. there is
3: no tutorial uh, for no. the VR thing. So you kind of need to figure it out for yourself. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, just like, I, I, think, I think it was super awesome. It's just that, let's say, I, I feel like this VR version was a bit overhyped. If you, if you buy the, the game itself and you love to fly around, do it, you know. Buy, buy that. Buy, buy a flight stick for that. But mm. don't think you need a flight stick only for these three missions. Yeah, I, I would, I would have a long-term vision on that and think like, oh, okay, it, it, this is this is fun. Do I want to play more uh, flight simulators in VR? Then yeah. But how many how many flight simulators do you have on on the PlayStation that you can dive into in VR? Mm. It's it's rare. It's-
0: yeah, I think the thing with this, like, you know, although it's probably one of the hands down best VR experiences I've had this year so far and probably, you know, it, which is pretty easy, bearing in mind we're only at the beginning anyway. But like mm-hmm. it, it's the, the best hands down experience I've had for a long time in VR, put it that way, um, mm-hmm. in combination with this hands on throttle yeah. stick. And despite the fact that I enjoyed it so much, it is very difficult to recommend purely for the reason that. It's expensive to buy this well, hands-on throttle stick. The game's expensive. thing, and you just wouldn't you buy it for the, the VR content alone because it's just three missions. Whereas well, if you're going to buy the game anyway and you're going to enjoy the game aside from VR, yeah.
3: then go for it. Then rec- I'd yeah. recommend it, but don't buy it. If, if, for there, the VR if there were more, if there were more flight simulators on the PlayStation Store that you could play in VR, mm. then I would, I would go for it. But yeah, that sticks that's, that's not the thing right now. You stick can is
1: cross-compatible with PC though, right? It's one of those like yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. So if you're yeah. if you're a lucky multi-headset owner, then I'd say definitely do it because one of the things that I would say, if you're if you're getting into sim, and I well, I was walking the dog today, Mike, I thought of you. I thought, you know what? This is where Zim was about two years into his VR stuff. You start to get this itch for like, I just need a little bit more. I need that feeling of that fix of like when I first got into VR and simming gives it to you and that's the problem because then you start to get into like expensive peripherals and oh my god that's where you mm. want it oh, and that's the thing that i wanted to highlight as well because i find it very interesting mike that you
2: said it's like the most like immersive experience you've had in a long time um and i think that comes a lot because of like the peripherals that you're using because you're using of mm. course the hotels and i would find it really nice if you would see other virtual reality games that don't use these kind of peripherals use the controllers more use the hands like that you can pick up things, like, you know, throw things around, like, because I have a feeling that a lot of the VR games that are being developed and being released don't really make full use of, for example, the Oculus Touch controllers, or, for example, the well, H C Vive is a little bit more difficult, but you can still do things with the, with the, with the grip buttons and the triggers. So I, I do find it very interesting that you said it's the most immersive experience, because I think it comes a lot, not because of the game, but because of, like, that add-on that you have from that HOTAS controller. So, yeah, yeah. it's for sure yeah.
0: for sure yeah. but since that video a lot of people uh, I, I asked in that video what what else should i play because i'm completely new to this genre a lot of people were saying i need to check out dcs so yeah i did start downloading it I haven't finished it because it's quite a big download um but like looking at the dlc that's like super expensive you're gonna that's a slippery
1: slope there my friend well, that, to, uh... a, it is the, it is if you were to ask me what game will sting you the hardest when it comes to yeah, dlc and, and money like DCS is is on, on par with some of the worst I've seen on Steam the thing is what you'll be able to play out of the box for free or whatever is almost nothing you get like one plane and then if you want to yeah. pay for stuff before log you've spent 50, 100 or whatever it's yeah, it's, well, it's legitimate it's, I, sim I mean I, that is I think yeah it's like the DLC packs for a single
0: plane are like 60, 60 quid yeah. something like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, play,
1: play, play, you have to finish
0: with all those yeah, DCS is like the best one out there Exactly. Like the detail is phenomenal. Yep. Uh, it looks amazing. So I'm excited to try it out for sure. I was just going to so. say about
1: the peripherals. If you're going to go down the sim route, uh, going for flying uh, for 30 quid or whatever, you can get a Hotas. Uh, driving is a lot, especially driving with force feedback, is a lot more expensive. Like, I mean, the difference there is 30 pounds, 260 pounds. Big difference. Yeah. Right. So if and those I've had that set since Elite Dangerous, in my first ever VR stream, which was actually in Elite. So uh, yeah. with that Hotas, uh, me too, and I've played with it once. <laughs> I play with it regularly, <laughs> actually, but it does sit in the attic on occasion for six months.
3: So according to Dave Station, uh, PlayStation VR does have some some flight sims like Ultra Wings and E Valkyrie, uh, Star Blood Arena, and Space. But what I was talking about were more games similar to Ace Combat, where it's like a real simulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So
0: what about you then, Rowdy? What have you been up to uh,
2: this week? Um, well, actually, I, I haven't made a video of it, uh, but I've been playing together with uh, Lonely Viper a lot in uh, Contractors. So he said, like, oh, oh cool. you have to check it out. Uh, it's, like, it's so much fun. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know if, like, I'm going to like this because it's going to be, like, I'm going to be playing with Viper first off. So he's gonna, I'm going to die, like, so many times already. And the people he plays with it are pretty good then as well. But, uh, like, I, I played a little bit with the bots for, like, a little while just to, like, see if I can get the hand lift. And, Holy hang that game is gorgeous. Yep.
0: Yeah. Wow. For sure. Yep.
2: It's it's looking really really it's heavy though. It's a it's a heavy game because I had to lower my settings like significantly yep. to, to get it running up to a standard that I liked it, but uh, wow, that game is beautiful. And it kind of like comes back at like the thing that we said before like the immersion that you're getting. I really had that feeling in that game as well also because they have multiple points where you can like grab the gun yeah. Uh, I found that a really cool addition to it. Uh, the the buttons for like reloading and like the the um, the buttons for like changing the the, the rate of fire—they're all like kind of positioned as well around like the buttons that you're that you're using on the on the Vive control. So I, I like that a lot about as well. And then I play with Viper as well, and uh, yeah, I had so much fun. I think I think I played it maybe six or seven times only this week, uh, oh, almost nice. every day, just because uh, I had so much fun. Yeah, I'd They'll love have to get a- into it that much.
0: Because like I remember like you know Zim was playing it a lot as well, and I, when I tried it out again, like I was amazed by the graphical fidelity of the game. It looks brilliant, and I think it's the best looking um, multiplayer shooter in VR right now. and yeah. uh, again, like with with the way the weapons feel and the satisfying shooting mechanics and everything else, um, interestingly though, because we're going to be talking about it later on about the ProTube. Have you been
2: using your ProTube for your gaming sessions? Yeah. I haven't, but only for one reason. Because I've been I've been talking with with uh, with Viper as well about that. Because he's using one of the magnetic ones, so like it's one that you can yes. like click out. I don't have that, so with me I need to like put it back in and. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not that like you know m- motoric like uh, genius like that can like find the thing immediately like those pro players. So for me, it's more like you know I'm, I'm gonna just play without. I don't play with the sniper then because you know you like you're playing like this. Viper can do that because he, he can like just click it out and click it back in. Um, yeah, but I'm considering. Maybe going and getting with the magnetic upgrade. Uh, yeah, seems- I was going to say
0: you you can pay a little bit extra and yeah. get those upgrades sent out to you, and then you could upgrade it yourself to I'm, have those I'm magnetic. I've been so yeah, tempted sure. myself,
1: but like Mike, and I can see it in his puppy eyes. Um, I feel so guilty about contractors because it feels like a game, like like when I was playing Firewall. It feels like a game that's like if I was single and not a content creator again. I'd be in that game for like hundreds yeah. of hours a week, you know, with my buddies yeah. hanging out, talking and stuff. And you just have to pass, just watch it as it passes by. And it's like feck. Yeah. Although we're
0: going to touch on this uh, again later on with the, with the pro tube uh, news. So let's, let's hold the conversation there then. <laughs> um, but let us know in the chat what you've been playing this week uh, and you can let us know and we can sort of uh, talk about that on, on, uh, on the show as well, but let's move into some very, quick news and first up is vr chat is celebrating its birthday uh this tuesday the 15th of january 2019 was the birthday of vr chat and it's been celebrating five years of social vr so happy birthday to vr chat oh. uh, it's been av- it's been available on steam now for what just under two years and it's just recently launched on oculus home as well um and it was actually born out of a college project and now has grown into this monster that it is now that cannot be contained by anyone. <laughs> um we, it's the closest the closest thing we have to like the Oasis right now, right? Like the closest thing we have to like ready player one. Um, you've got this diverse group of people in there, you know, it, it welcomes everyone. Everyone's got their own little communities. And I don't think I've ever been in there and experienced the same thing twice. Like it, it's completely different every time.
2: <laughs> it's weird though. We're not going to lie. It is weird. Yeah, it is <laughs> really weird. you weird. Yeah.
0: Like I, I, I was thinking like leader. maybe we should, we could, we should talk about maybe like a, a favorite moment that we've ever had in VR chat easy. Uh, and sort of do a little round table. So go on then, Zim, if you've got an easy one, let's, let's go for it. <laughs> <The knuckle laughs>
1: your favorite. Definitely favorite by far.
0: Okay. What about you then, Nathan? You got a favorite moment in VR chat?
1: What about when uh, yeah. the, uh,
0: you you What about when you were Superman and you locked everyone up in prison? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was fun too. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think it was uh, when um, the was celebrating their second birthday. Um, we like we all met up and it was like a small community back then. Nothing compared to what it is now. But there was one man because the like everyone cute like tell their own story of how they liked VRChat and what it, you know, meant to them. And there was one man that stepped forward and he said, like, you know, first of all, you are like all friends to me. I have been in a wheelchair since I was born and I can't always get outside of the house, but because of VRChat, I feel way more connected with everyone around sounds, me. And it was like a like super, fun. super special moment. I was like, wow, yeah, this is this is one of one of those beautiful things vr can do right and and mm. it's a video on youtube too because they recorded the second uh, birthday but that was like a very special one yeah
2: it's it sounds like the plot of an episode of black mirror
3: mm. yeah maybe yeah, talking- yeah. but that's yeah.
2: amazing like
3: being being able to like
2: have
0: access to like a community of yes. people that are very social and yes. not having to leave the house especially if your house bound or restricted in movement <clears throat> and that's, that's amazing that they can give you that kind of second life you know without sort of you know True. giving that
1: but yeah. it's, it's also not like a, a static environment that you can't paint with your own brush. I mean, the amount of people who I know who have been close to me um, who've created their own world or created their own character and invested hours and hours and hours in the detail of that. And then you feel the pride of like, this is me. This is the my my digital avatar. And I created this. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing. It's rigged and meshed and textured and I'm ready to go. Um, and I think it's the, the thing that I didn't understand about VRChat when I first saw it was the power it was going to have for artists and people who, you know, really want yeah. to create and and get the the social capital back of, wow, you made that? That's cool. You know. Mm. So.
0: so what about you then, Rowdy? Did you have a, a, a moment in VR chat you wanna you want to share? Yeah, I was thinking
2: about it because I, I didn't spend as much time in it as, as you did, but I did spend some time with you guys and I I fondly <laughs> remember still the um, the episode where you were a mouse <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to
1: I wanted to say that, that. We, I was like we went the Titanic, to the Titanic. One. We
2: yeah. went to the Titanic and like we went on all the ropes and we, we started like you know doing all that crazy stuff there and then afterwards <laughs> we hit the gym and I remember Mike like taking all of his folders as a mouse and like going like <laughs> yeah, yeah i think that was my, my top moment
0: yeah. that, that was funny yeah that was funny i remember like um i don't know when it was it must have been around christmas time because me and nathie went in there once and we were sledging um down <laughs> these hills which was which was really crazy really intense really like motion sickness inducing as well but mm. after that we went to this nightclub and there was just like people raving in there like maybe like 30 people all like <laughs> raving and dancing in this disco and it just felt like almost that scene out of like the ready player one where he walks into the distracted globe. Like everyone's just having a, a wild time. It, it was just really eye-opening, but it was a, it was a really fond memory and obviously being the Knuckles as well and, and being initiated to the tribe was hilarious.
1: Did you all get um, initiated? I think you, you guys did, right? But Rowdy maybe not.
0: Me and Nathie did. Yeah. We, we were shown like the secret area and this like devil Knuckles like initiated us and blessed us yeah. and all this kind of stuff. It was hilarious, but um, yeah, so we, we had some fun memories in there, but if there's anyone in the chat that's got some some funny stories as well, let us know, and uh, maybe we can read them out at the end of the quick news segment. But, uh, let's move on then uh, to Dick Wild 2, because uh, we got some awesome news this week that Danish developers Bolvert Games will be releasing Dick Wild 2 on PSVR and Steam next month. And if you've never heard of Dick Wild, uh, you know, we're not talking about one of those CD VR games trending on Steam. No, this is like a... <laughs> a fun cartoony wave-based shooter, you know. Um, it takes place in like a, a swamp. Basically, uh, you're like a redneck living on this swamp, and the swamp's overrun with critters. And you basically have to use makeshift weapons, like that are held together with duct tape and beer cans, to take out these critters. And uh, you know, it was kind of, although it was a wave-based shooter, which obviously you know is, is kind of one of the the sort of you know gets a bit of stick from the VR community. It was actually one that stood out from the crowd because of the cartoony art style and uh, you know, the, mm. the humorous dialogue uh, from the characters was really yeah, fun. And it had PSVR aim
3: controller support. Excellent. I very didn't know nice. that actually.
2: Yeah. It um, was very nice yeah. to play with. It's one of the games I actually played with the PSVR aim controller and it was very, very nice. Very
0: nice. Nice, nice. That's good to know, actually, because I didn't have the uh, the huh. PSVR or the aim back then, so I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that either. I, when I played it with launch, like what you said, Mike, it definitely stood out, uh, kind of like Shooty Fruity as well. Those are the two games yeah. out of the era of, like, please stop p- producing, like, wave shooters. I don't, I mean, I'm in that space now with Room Escape games, but, you know, like, please stop, you know, and uh, and then this came out, and you're like, actually, you know, you go in wanting to hate it and then you're like this is pretty solid the thing i liked about it was that it really balanced like you have to not just you have to know what you're doing but it's kind of fair and fun at the same time as you said not just the style but i didn't find it was like overly hard or too easy i it wasn't a game i could just roll through um, no. and the weapons are like substantially different from gundion so what they're going to do for this obviously with the trailer multiplayer is in there
0: Yes, so they're going to be adding online co-op support so you can play with friends across all platforms, which is great. Beautiful. So PSVR players can play with PCVR VR players and oh. vice versa. So that's going to be a really cool feature. I'm really pleased they've added that. That's great. And then also, instead of being static and just being stuck in one spot on a swamp or a lake you now are on a raft which moves through uh you know a, a linear level so you can now play this with your friend on a raft going down these these crazy levels together so it sounds like a lot more fun yeah and um and the thing is although i didn't see this coming i definitely welcome it like i you know i never thought in my mind oh this is a game that i really need but having seen it i'm like i, I really want to play this it
1: looks like a lot of fun so you're addressing a piece uh, of the market with this because uh co-op cross-platform games in that space absolutely. i mean this is uh there's not a lot that answers that question other than things like Rec Room, right? And Evasion was a was a shooter that you could play
0: co-op cross-platform play, but that game wasn't particularly great and I didn't enjoy it. Whereas this looks more fun yeah. to play and you can have a lot of fun with this one, yeah. especially with the different weapons and the, the dialogue from the characters. I, I,
3: I wonder what kind of interactions they are going to throw in there that you can have together, right? Where you can maybe mm. throw a, a weapon to someone else or do a, like a, a box or... Like like we had in Carly and the Reaperman, where two players yeah. can have all kinds
1: of different interactions, and it makes it just more more fun in general. Well, if you could, if yeah. you parallel it to an existing title like On the Go Coaster Combat, um, which I guess that's not that's not even multiplayer, is it? No, um, no, that's a single I, I mean, player. I always thought that that was multiplayer because on the thing they show like people and shooting. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I always thought it was multiplayer, so I have it in my head to <laughs> think that it is, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, something where you're moving and shooting. Uh, should be good.
0: Yeah, yes. definitely looking forward to it. We don't have a, an exact release date, but we'll obviously update you on the show as soon as we do. Yep. Um, so next up is uh, Vive Pro-I updates. Uh, because last week we talked a lot about VR hardware, which was shown off at CES in Las Vegas. And we talked about the Vive Pro-I, which featured Toby eye tracking. Um, and the thing is, the Vive Pro I is pretty much the same identical headset as the Vive Pro. So we were kind of hoping that these Tobii eye tracking modules would be able to be bought separately so you could upgrade your current Vive Pro to the new Vive Pro Eye. Um, friend and fellow content creator, Tyrael Wood, Uh, actually reached out to Toby and asked the question on Twitter. And they replied stating that this just wouldn't be possible. And they would recommend users go out and buy the Vive Pro-Eye instead. (laughs) So um, unfortunately you can't upgrade your current headset. You can't buy these modules and upgrade it. Um, Obviously for us, Consumers, it's not a huge deal because it's firmly aimed at enterprise and businesses right now. However, it's a bit of a shame that these businesses and enterprise have to like buy yet another headset uh, for their development team and, and and spend more money, you know, which they could spend on other things uh, to take advantage of this new hardware. So it's a bit disappointing to hear that. Um, hmm. So, yeah, I don't know what you guys think of that.
1: Human resources are not going to be happy. I mean, there's going to be another two no. jobs gone just because they had to buy another pro I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's quite extreme
2: <laughs> but uh i, I, I find it a weird i find it a weird strategy to go about this uh, because they keep on they must have, have must be having some kind of like backlog at uh, the vive like uh headquarters as well right you know that is well, who's still gonna buy them then now mm.
0: and this is the thing like it, it seems like an easy enough thing to to just retrofit yourself, like you know, it's just a couple of eye modules. Sure, you plug it in with power at the top of the the Vive Pro. It can't be that complicated. Um, and the thing is, I was looking into it, and there are other options. So if you are a developer out there and you're thinking you want to mess around with eye tracking, but you don't want to buy a Vive Pro Eye, then you can look into Seven Invenson, which is the eye tracking company working with Pimax right now to bring their eye tracking modules. And they do actually sell a kit for the Vive and the Vive Pro. So it's going to have the same fe- feature set, you know, uh, foveated rendering and all the other bits and pieces with it. So if you want to mess around with eye tracking, maybe uh, look into the options that they're providing instead, instead of having to outlay for a full new headset. Just Mm -hmm. a suggestion
1: there. Yeah, um, Tom Cruise actually did a great uh, uh, a great, uh, YouTube video or something on this for the eye tracking piece. Like there's, <laughs> Mike already knows I'm pulling stuff. something here. Yeah, there was this film he was in where like, you know, he just like popped the eye out. And uh, anyway, I'm going to stop now. Oh,
2: yeah. We have uh, in, in chat, we have Alexander Major saying that the Adobe eye tracking is pretty sophisticated stuff. I worked on game support with their hardware before my 4 into VR, and it requires special dev support and hardware mounting. Hmm. So maybe that is an explanation why they are releasing a new headset because maybe it just is not compatible. Yeah. In terms of yeah.
0: it's a shame for sure. For shame for sure because it's going to be expensive. We know it's going to be expensive. Um, So, yeah, that's uh, that. Thanks to uh, Tyrael Wood again for doing that little bit digging for us. Really appreciate it. Um, Next up, we're going to be talking about some PSVR demos. So maybe if you picked up a PSVR at Christmas and you spent all your cash on some games, but you don't really have any more money to spend on games right now, like Ace Combat, for example, um, you can download this PSVR demo disc 3.0. Uh, which is available for free from the PSN. And it features nine uh, demos, which are really, really cool. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, it includes Astro Bot, uh, Battlezone, Headmaster, Job Simulator, Moss, The Kitchen Demo, Superhot, The Persistence, and Thumper. So you get to try out demos of all those awesome games, AstroBot being absolutely phenomenal. I can't recommend that game enough. Um so yeah, definitely check it out if you're looking for more content and you're not quite sure what to play. Uh, you can get a little bit of a taster from this uh, mm-hmm. smorgasbord of demos, uh, which you can download for free. The only one I haven't tried out of all these games is the Persistence. Have you guys tried this one? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, persistence Good. is, is um, uh, procedurally generated horror. Actually, it's not too far off of Dread Halls. It's kind of like feels like Doom had a baby with Alien and <laughs> dropped the AAA rating back to an A. or a B and then you've got it. So it's kind of like escape and you have to kind of scrounge for ammunition and things like that. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, Worth downloading the demo for, I'd say. Yeah, I actually downloaded the demo for that today. Um, As I was doing the research for the
0: show, I thought, yeah, I haven't played that one yet. So I'll go and pick that one up. That's good. Whilst on the subject of demos, there's another one that's worth checking out if you own a PSVR that came out this week, and it's called Eden Tomorrow. Um, This demo dropped on the store, and it's kind of like a a story-driven sci-fi adventure uh, where you sort of crash land on an alien planet, and you've got amnesia, and you've got a little companion drone called Newton – that basically has a different range of skills that can aid you in your little adventure. Huh. And it, it looked almost identical to Robinson the Journey in, in my eyes. Like, I haven't played that game, but it looked very similar because it features dinosaurs on the island as well. And obviously, Robinson sort of <laughs> featured dinosaurs.
2: That's not a bad thing if it Look, looks like that game. I mean, I game love was dinosaurs, a- Rowdy, so you to be very dinosaurs. happy with this one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but the weird thing is, I, I actually tried to find this demo on the PSN by searching it through the PSN and couldn't find it. So mm. how I had to add this to my account was by searching uh, on my desktop using my pc browser mm-hmm. logging into my psn account finding it through there and then adding it to my account and then downloading it on my playstation so for some what reason you just can't find it when you search for it natively on your playstation you have to add it to your account through a pc or a mobile device don't know why okay
2: uh, it even has like the little floating thing from robinson the journey i seen the yes. trailer
0: yeah exactly yeah. it looks almost identical it kind of reminded me of the uh, the ghost in destiny that little robot it looks almost exactly yeah, it. Um,
2: i know what you mean um, um,
3: why why don't yeah. we have these kind of things on pc demo wise i i rarely see any demos on True. pc it's it's a double-edged sword it's really it's a double-edged mm-hmm. sword
0: yeah maybe because yeah maybe you can refund titles easier on these platforms so maybe that's why um but also like sometimes when developers release demos it almost goes against them because the the curiosity is then dead and then people realize the true nature of the game and they're like yeah i I don't like this i'm not going to bother so i don't know it's a double-edged sword right now but I, i agree i like demos personally I can understand mm-hmm. why demos. I
2: like. I, like de- I used to like demos a lot because you know back then there was like no internet and you would have to like get like the demo discs. Uh, I, I loved them then, but now I, d- I I don't really see the point of them anymore. Uh, for PC, for consoles, a different story because indeed I think it has to do with the mm-hmm. refund policy of Steam. Uh, I, I, although with PlayStation, it's not that hard to do it. I think, I, think it was- I think it
3: really depends on what demo you show people. If it's if it's on a timer, for example, and if what what level it is yeah if, if if you're if you developed a game that isn't as good then that demo is also not gonna sell your title but if you mm. have a legit vr experience then i think then a to demo go. is gonna help help you out yeah i don't, I don't uh, think this so. is the weird thing like
0: uh, when i look through this list of uh, psvr demos i was really surprised that Beat Saber wasn't on there. So I tweeted them and said, like, you should be on this demo disc. But you mentioned uh, a timed demo. And I, and I experienced this just recently on the new Resident Evil 2 one-shot demo, which is you know a PC pancake game. Yeah. Um but it was a really smart demo, uh, you know, uh, idea that you'd have 30 minutes to play the game and that's it. You've locked out of it. You're never going to play it again. And maybe Beat Saber could adopt a similar sort of model with that. Because otherwise, if you have one level of Beat Saber and it's a good one anyway, you're just going to maybe go back and continue to play in that one. Mm-hmm. So maybe if they had a time demo, that would work well in
3: their favor. Yeah, but I I don't think Beat Saber needs that. I think the, the the indies need demos to sell their games. Uh, Beat Saber is something you hear from others being good, right? You hear from everyone like, oh, Beat Saber, Beat Saber. So a real, a real good game probably
2: doesn't need no, a demo. No toy. If it's in VR or in the in a PC market, I, I, don't, I don't see uh, it. I think it. anything
1: with a uh, anything with a high price point. Um, I think anything with a high price point is served by a demo. You know what I mean?
3: yeah
0: mm. yeah well that's all the uh, the quick news we've got this week so let's know um if there's been any comments about funny experiences that people have had in vr chat or anything that people have been playing this week that they might want to share with us or maybe they're excited about dick wild uh, too and they see, thought it was something else it. before i told them what it was
2: <laughs> i see that andrew is actually also agree with you uh mike you said with a demo it could be enough to entertain someone so that there's no need to get the full game so that's indeed what you highlighted with the time experience of uh of Beat Saber.
1: Um, The other other thing you have to consider with demos as well as the the lockout of like a credit card or a payment method. I mean, now you have some ways around it with like Steam gift cards and things like that. But uh, I remember when I was a teen and even 10 years later, like not being able to actually pay for something digitally online was a big barrier. So a demo sometimes was your only way to sample and then go, that's a game I want. Yeah, before we go into the comments,
0: I just want to mention one thing actually, talking about demos and really accessing things easily and paying for it easily as well. And one of the best examples I've ever seen of this is Dispatch. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, it was like a kind of like a uh, a VR story that you basically watched. Um, and it was really impressive. I thought I really enjoyed it. It was like a four part series. But basically, the first part was free. And then they said at the end of that part, you can buy the extra DLC right now. By adding your pin code, so it was in-game DLC. So you just type in your Oculus pin code, and then it unlocked and it added the rest of the content oh. straight away, and you could consume it straight away as well. Oh, which God. I thought was such a smart idea, well, and I've not seen that done since.
1: I also think that if, I mean, for for many other titles, I I kind of feel like that model will feel like they're milking it. You know, like the the thing that gamers usually get pissed off about is you develop this stuff, and then you just put it behind a paywall. And, you know, like that game was very experience was very much an indie, uh, support the indie kind of experience. And it was the first two modules were free. The third one you could pay for. The fourth one you had to wait for a couple of months, and then it came out. And then so you could pay for kind of modules three and four. Um, but I, I agree with you. I haven't seen a single other title use that aside from, the movie buffs like that one that they had recently with the guy who plays Daryl in walking dead um, where, they, where they where they're like oh now you've seen this bit now you can pay for the vr experience all <laughs> oh, the shit uh, oh yeah out there. yeah, yeah.
0: Uh,
1: and, the
0: the, and the john Travolta one the And the john Travolta no,
1: one I can't even remember. Remember. or the uh, nicolas
3: cage one even better oh, nicolas cage. my favorite <laughs>
1: Absolutely, my friend. On favorite.
3: the other side of the spectrum, you can also make a game, call it 18 floors, and then just offer, I don't know, a few. A few two floors. Instead uh, of, uh, yeah. Apparently, it's been updated recently. <laughs> yes, yes. They have they have like one or two more floors or now.
0: <laughs> Maybe two more, but it's definitely not 18 floors yet. So I'll no, wait until it's 18 floors. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep you we updated on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, any comments in the chat that we want to share before uh, Zim moves on we
2: to Paradise Decay saying that the best VR chat for me was discovering the Christmas karaoke bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that's where you spent all this time during Christmas.
0: Cool. Well, uh, let's kick over to Zim then and find out what we should be playing in VR or maybe what we shouldn't be playing in VR. Oh,
2: wait, 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 wait. I have one, one more funny, very funny comment. It, was, it comes from uh, the Mad Hatter. He said, I tried a 15-minute timed demo of Fly Inside Flight Simulator. By the time that I was ready to fly, I had three minutes left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Feel relevant recently, Mike? Bet it does.
0: Mm, well... I feel like I'm a pro now, you know. I, I'm, that's why I'm ready <laughs> to hit the
1: skies some more. I feel like I'm ready for it. Wait, wait, Got maybe through it's a multiplayer dogfighting. That's, really, yeah. that's when you feel like I I really know nothing, you know. <laughs> I hate this game. All right, releasing this week then. A uh, couple of titles for you, but first I'm going to start off with a quick correction. Uh, I hype people up with, um, and rightly so, for Project Wingman, because uh, I, I do think that that, and having played the demo, I came to the crashing reality that it wasn't VR capable yet, but they had just teased a uh, the VR mode that they were working on. They actually did that recently again, about a week ago. Um, so check out the uh, check out the trailer for that. It's on the uh, the devs Twitter, uh, which is rb underscore dev two. Um, so that's the correction that the Project Women demo that's available is only playable in 2D mode. I did actually jump into it, and uh, that was uh, that was actually quite a bit of fun. Um, and I do think that even when you play it in kind of like virtual desktop, you're fake in the VR or whatever, you still get a feeling for like what that, you know, the windscreen on your plane is going to look like um, in, in VR as well. So I'm really looking forward to that. And honestly, I think it'll end up trouncing... Uh, obviously the highly highly pedigreed uh, PSVR launch that we've just had. So uh, look out for that one. That's meant to be March. Um, first game I'm going to talk about today is a PSVR title called Kingdom of Blades. Uh, this is a, um, uh, you'll, you'll see it the second you see the trailer for our audio listeners. Apologies, you'll just have to imagine what this looks like. Um, samurai swords, heads flying at you, lots of slicing. Isn't this, isn't this fruit something or other? Well, you'd think it is, but it looks like some kind of Eastern clone of that. Uh, so this, this, is, this is built by uh, Chessstar, released uh, January 17th, so we're just a couple of days after that, uh, for a tenner uh, in US dollars, so that's 10 US dollars, PSVR, Kingdom of Blades. Uh, so again, this, this looks very similar to a couple of fruit slicers that we've seen before. I've never seen anyone take this particular slant on a title, um, and they say you play as a frontline warrior in the three kingdoms period of china with nothing to depend on but your swords and your courage you must slash your way through hordes of enemies and face off against distinguished generals to your path of fame and glory wait wait wait.
2: that description does not match the trailer that i'm watching right now because when i hear the
1: description i go like that sounds pretty pretty good that's something i want to try (laughs) Yeah, they're uh, they're they're writer. This honestly, and yesterday, because it was one of the kind of live supported titles. I just played Fruit, whatever VR. This is like complete clone. I mean, there's a few things like towards the end of the trailer, you see lightning strikes and arrow shots. So they've obviously developed the concept. But yeah, I don't know what you guys think of this, but I, it mm. looks like it looks like a very odd clone from the <laughs> E.
3: I would I would play this on my go at least. I'm not so sure <laughs> about. PC I don't think I, uh, I I feel it that much but yeah what the heck. So there yeah. you go.
1: So that's Kingdom of Blades. <laughs> that was the first of three.
3: Still, uh, still not as good as the pizza game you recommended me. I, know, I, will, I, will,
1: I will definitely have to top that. Um, maybe not this month, but I'll be working on that one all year. That's a hard <laughs> one to top. You know, a, uh, a game that launches on the Steam Store only for Rift and is Power of Pizza. I mean, that, that gives <laughs> gets so much street cred. <laughs> but
2: people in the chat are saying it looks like something that will work well in arcades, and maybe that is their target audience, since I do think I would play this in an arcade. That's true. Just, just my math skills.
1: Okay, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to jump to Title two, uh, which is called Profundum. This is one for our PC VR uh, universe, available on Steam. As of yesterday, uh, For I only got the UK pricing, I uh, will say $18.1549 in pounds. Uh, this is by Blackmouse. And um, this is a really interesting little tidbit about this game. The first version of the game was developed uh, during the global, uh, global Game Jam 2018. And its mechanics, the devs felt, were so interesting in VR, they decided they'd develop it into a full game. And I love, uh, actually, Game Jam uh, spawned ideas. Uh, this, is, this is not the only one uh, we have. Actually, there's one next week we'll talk about as well. Uh, Similar to this. Uh, So Profundum is a a virtual reality uh, adventure game set in a steampunk world. Obviously, there's plenty of puzzles that you need to solve that are challenging. And as you can see, it's quite a kind of visual, mechanical experience. Um, And you have to discover secrets lurking in the mysterious underground complex. I think their attention to detail here from what I can see from the trailer is quite good. The game is Profundum so there you go yeah i just want to
0: chip into this one because i i saw this one first on twitter i believe like a little dev clip yeah. and um they, they use a chain and cogs uh to do like mechanical puzzles basically and i've never seen chain physics work so well in vr and that's what excited me about this game so i love puzzle games and i'm definitely yeah. going to check this chain one out next week. he wants so, to get chained
3: up
1: yeah <laughs> yes well <laughs> that's, that's what wives
3: are for <laughs> that's all you want to you be a living clug. Basically.
1: I was gonna say the chains physics thing, you just remind me of my like desire to play wrench. And I was just thinking, what if they did instead of a car, a bicycle building sim where you have to get the slip, you know, chain back <laughs> on the, with the sprocket. Nathie would love that. Nathie would love that. Yes. I think uh, so. He's riding his bike.
3: Yeah. The well, I don't know, the but bike. this
2: one
1: is interesting. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, I'm my like,
2: kind of thing though, gonna be honest.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead uh, so third one this one we have been saying uh, since the like uh, s- three for the last three weeks we've been saying this one this will come as no surprise to anybody this is a fisherman's tale uh, which, okay. which, which stars a dude who knows everything about oral hygiene uh, that's really for those who are watching the podcast uh, the guy's brushing his teeth um, so this is not to confuse you this is not a teeth brushing simulator uh, so this is again another VR puzzle adventure game um, and it is, we've talked this before, this is VR Inception, uh, plus Puzzle Game, plus Friendly Crab. Um, yes. This game is $15 US, launching for PSVR and PC VR. It's out Jan 22nd across those platforms by Interspace VR. And I wanted to pause here and ask you gentlemen, fine gentlemen you are, uh, for your feedback on this, what you like the best and maybe what you like the least about it, you know, convince me. Why should I be playing this game? Um,
2: pu-
1: yeah. And, and the puzzle design is, is so unique. Yeah, I've never
0: seen puzzle design like this in VR before. Uh, the voice acting is spot on. The only downside, I would say, is that it's going to be relatively short. Yeah, yeah. Playtime, how much? Maybe like an hour and 20 minutes, an hour and a half tops, I would say.
1: Yeah, for 15 bucks, that doesn't seem so bad for a well-developed in terms of price, In terms of price, it's, it's perfectly
2: on point.
0: Exactly. That's it's, what it's said.
2: Super polished. Super polished. It's going to be 12 quid, right? right? In, in pounds. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cool definitely I, i'm I, like you know i'm not going to make any more content around it but i just want
2: to find out what happens you know i I just, I just really want to complete the game yeah, but that, that's good uh, if a game can yeah. do that like, for me it was the same kind of thing i, I really want to like figure out what kind of happens and what is going on because they haven't actually i wouldn't say the storyline is insanely good but it's good enough to keep you going back into it to figure out what what exactly is going on why you're in this kind of scenario what is happening so yeah, i, I sure. think it's good good feedback lads
1: and the last thing i'll say um is just as we mentioned uh, last week don't forget if you are a psvr uh, owner player uh kingdom hearts vr experience is free on the 23rd of january so should be around about the time uh, maybe you're listening to uh, to us it's a couple of days away well, worth worth checking that out it's freebie probably triple a psvr there you go Back very to nice you. thank you very much Zim.
0: thank you very much um, so let's move into one of our first topics of this week, and that is fold away haptics. This is kind of interesting, and I saw this uh, on Road to VR, so I thought we should talk about this one. Um, and I just wanted to do a quick poll before we get into the uh, nuts and bolts of this one. What do you guys prefer? And let us know in the chat as well. Do you prefer thumbsticks
1: or touchpads as a VR input? It's not even a question? Is that a question? Thumbsticks. Absolutely. Analog input. All the way, where I can touch something, feel it definitely. Hmm. I'm a is... human. I like feedback. I don't just like uh, human woman. I like. You know. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. It, for me, it depends on the
2: game. Okay. Since uh, and I keep on saying that because I, I have like one of the Steam controllers as well, and I play with that touchpad that they have on there, which is really high quality, really well done, and um, I play better uh with that then almost i play on on pc just because i get like the you get like the i don't know they have feedback in there they have like roll feedback they all of those things those things you don't have in the in the vive controller yet up to that point up to that standard um but i like i like a touchpad but i don't like it for everything like okay. um yeah it's a difficult choice i, I still hope that in the in, in, like in a couple of months or years that they come with different kind of input solutions that are even better than both both of those
0: so so have you ever tried the windows mixed reality headsets that have both
2: no, no? uh, uh. tried yes yeah i have them i've tried them but i find things if they're if
1: there's both i find it confusing. it's like a gamecube controller then like what how many what, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what about what about you then nathy a preference?
3: thumbsticks uh nail locomotion better at this moment when you mm-hmm. want to walk around. But if you if you teleport in a in a title, you can use a touchpad or a but as Maraudy said, if if you're going through menus, things like that, it's a it's a it's a different story. So it depends yeah. on the game mechanics in 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 a certain experience. A good
0: point. Yeah, and I, I would totally agree and sort of echo pretty much what you've said. I prefer thumbsticks for locomotion methods, but I prefer uh, touchpads for menu navigation. So it kind Is of depends. Have
2: right? uh, um, the Steam Controller for Locomotion? Yeah. Uh, no, I've never tried the
1: Steam Controller, no. Uh, I've
0: tried it, but ne- never for VR games. Because I like that
1: too. <laughs> there.
2: So, wait,
0: but you they have,
1: have Steam it, but... Controller's touchpad for Locomotion in a VR title.
2: No, uh, no, 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 no. No, just oh. regular gaming. Just regular oh, gaming. Oh, right, regular gaming. Yeah.
3: yeah. No. For the people that don't know, the Steam Controller has... Uh, touch pads instead of uh, and, and thumbsticks
2: well, touch pads and thumbsticks they have them both oh they, they do yeah, yeah. Oh. It's like yeah. A, but it's a big old
3: uh... it's like a haptic feedback
0: one it's kind of weird but it's cool um but the thing is like you know I, i'm happy that you know htc with the cosmos are bringing like thumbsticks over you know at least we're gonna have a little bit of a standard there with the quest and the cosmos you know they're gonna be both fairly similar yeah i think they control. still haven't
3: figured out what they what 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 they want to do with locomotion, I think this is the best option they have at this moment.
0: Yeah, Rowdy showing off his Steam controller. On I gotta the ask controller. you though, having
1: not touched yeah. it myself, when I looked at it, especially like engineering models and all that, those big plastic, the big plastic D pad and the, and the touchpad looked like cheap plastic. So I mean, yeah. how does it They're feel? Really nice. Does it, it feel really, really nice. nice? It's the best controller I have. It's the best controller I have. If I
2: I, I played like a lot of, I played Borderlands with this. So mm. I mean it's it's mm-hmm. it's a really fast for like like fast first person shooters and stuff like that i can because you can also you can flick it and like stop it so it's like if, if you get the hang of it you play a lot better with this
1: mm. than
2: you play with any other controller. it's, it's so more like, fine control
1: and, yeah mm-hmm. and so it's, it's like
2: super
3: cheap, cheap too right devices. it's it's
1: very yeah. cheap i like them i like them a lot less expensive than an xbox controller especially yeah. these days bloody hell the, but the amount of design i mean i gotta say if you like your bling you can just trip trick out your uh, your PlayStation or Xbox controller yeah. these days. It's great. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to be talking about today is haptic feedback
0: through thumbsticks. So there's a Swiss company called Foldaway Haptics, and they've been working on a pocket-sized foldaway thumbstick for some time. Uh, so you know it basically folds down to almost like a like a small stack of credit card sort of size. Um, And they've been sort of developing this for compact control inputs for computers and drones. So, you know, you can just put this in your pocket, connect it to your drone controller and control your drone by using this kind of pop up thumbstick design. Kind of interesting. But what they've been recently dabbling with is adding this technology to virtual reality controllers uh, by tracking motion inputs from the user, providing force, stiffness and texture perception through this little thumbstick. Kind of interesting. It has like a kind of, uh, to describe it to the audio listeners, it's like a kind of origami style thumbstick design that has been added to a controller uh, with a Vive tracker on the top of it, basically for demos. This is just a prototype right now, just FYI. Um, You'll see in the the video that we're probably showing now that with this thumbstick, you can actually push down on it and it will provide resistance depending Mm -hmm. on what you're pushing down on in the virtual world. So say you pick up a, a squidgy, sort of a stress ball in the virtual world, you can push down with your thumb and it will give that kind of squidgy kind of feeling, resistance to the thumbstick. Whereas if you picked up a solid wooden
2: ball in the virtual world, you wouldn't have that. It would just be a rigid feedback. So, so the feedback is actually programmable. Like depending on how hard you press it or like uh, the type of material that you're pressing, that feedback will feel different. Exactly, exactly.
0: And, 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 and that works by using some sort of like robotics. Um, like the guys that developed this have both got, PhDs in robotic engineering. Uh, Super smart guys. And um, yeah, it's kind of interesting because we've had haptic feedback in VR before, but generally it's been with these like big bulky gloves that you have to wear with these kind of like big sort of plastic clips that restrict your movement when you grab a physical object in VR, where we, we've never seen it developed this way in a controller in such a compact design as well. So it's kind of interesting because, you know, we get feedback through games right now through the controllers in vibrations, but it's just a single vibration, whereas what this can offer is directional feedback as well. So you could get feedback <laughs> depending on which direction it's coming from in the game, which adds some real sort of interesting dynamics to... Potentially, the future of controllers in virtual reality. So this is kind of interesting it's
2: funny because we 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 touched upon this not that long ago when we we're talking about like what would you like to see for like virtual reality oh. happening like this year or in the or in the near future. And yeah. I think this was one of the things that, that that we mentioned as well as like to improve like haptic feedbacks and like especially in controller support. Yeah. I know that I mentioned with the controller that you like you know that your hand like locks when it like uh, I st- I still would love something like that you know
0: yeah. Is it like one of those big bulky gloves you mean that restricts your hands? So it feels like yeah, you're picking up a physical item. Yeah. And I think that that has its place, but it's expensive and, and, and you know, the, the, the effort of having to get in and out of it every time, especially if you're on your own. I But something like this, I, I kind of welcome it, you know, because it's, it's more compact, it's built into a controller. And although it looks like a kind of origami uh, thing right now, it is a prototype. But what they're saying is in the future, they can use this technology to basically make a traditional thumbstick controller out of it and have mm. the same technology built into it. Mm.
2: Um, it's you super know what material this stuff? It looks like carbon or something. Sounds- yeah. So it's, it's
0: carbon fiber. So it's super lightweight, super oh. strong, um, but using robotic uh, engineering components like motors and everything else, mm. um, that basically it, it uses uh, input from the user. So depending on which, uh, where you're pulling it or pushing it and w- how much pressure you're putting on it, is depends on how much resistance it provides. It's very complicated, kind of blows my mind a little bit. But basically, it can give up to two Newtons worth of resistance back up. It's pretty strong. So um,
1: I, lo- I, I like this design. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they've thought about the strength. The thing is, from a robotics background, as you said, very heavily, very mass heavy in terms of what they're trying to do here, especially when you're trying mm-hmm. to exert force in in the in the complex way they are, so the software layer behind this would be hefty. Um, but tell um, them to make a controller now that like has like fifteen of these things like spread over your entire <laughs> hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And it's like comes out of a backpack here, and you're just like, <laughs> I mean, the whole, the whole the thing I like about this. Controller design compared to the uh, the, the the giant um, glove that tries to—I always just imagine um, the saw film and it just breaking all your fingers when you demo it. <laughs> well, every time you guys mention it, I shudder because I'm just like I would. You just—I'm just like oh yes, hilarious. Just, imagine, just imagine the amount of views you would get on that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. All my fingers broken, but uh, oh hey, I'm a YouTube star now. Great. Um, <laughs> but but no, like I I really like the look of it because although you'd want to obviously develop it with these kind of materials that they're working on, work on the hinging structure so that it could put up to a nine-year-old who's playing on a PSVR equivalent. Um, It seems really smart and not like anything we've seen either out of the prototyping labs from Oculus or Vive, at least nothing we've seen publicly demonstrated so far, and none of the other kind of Kickstarters or Indies. So uh, the guys have a good chance of making it with this one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's why it, it, I thought it was so interesting because I've never seen anything like this before and it kind of solves a bit of a problem that we're having right now. But, you know, we're getting to a point in VR that there's so much innovation going on, you know, like with the, the valve knuckles controllers, all that sort of capacitive touch sensors in, in the grip and everything else. Um, so we're really sort of like getting into interesting territory where there's a lot of innovation going on. So uh, it's very exciting indeed. Um, yeah. But yeah if, yeah, if you kind of don't really get what we're talking about, because I think you do need to kind of see the video. I definitely recommend checking out the FoldAway uh, Foldaway, uh, Haptics uh, website and looking at some of their concept videos there, and then you get
2: a better understanding
3: of what we're talking about right now. It looks very satisfying. (laughs) I I would love to try it. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah. sure. The way you said that, Nate, it looks
3: very satisfying. Yes. Yes. So that's why you should watch the video, as far as you know. It's totally (laughs) worth it. I I can kind of feel the excitement already of what it could possibly do. Hmm. yeah very cool well, indeed um but whilst we're
0: on the subject of haptics let's move on to our second one our second topic and that is the protube uh, haptic feedback module um i saw some really cool stuff from protube this week on their twitter and i'd never seen this before although it has been in development for some time it seems uh and if you're not familiar with protube uh you know rowdy mentioned it at the v- beginning uh they bake they basically make vr gun stocks for rift vive Uh, And Windows MR, and they've got stocks in the work as well for PSVR and Valve Knuckles controllers as well. Like they've already developed them uh, because the ProTube guys already have access to the knuckles, so that's almost a given that that's going to happen, which is kind of cool. But the ProTube itself basically consists of some metal tubing with plastic hinges, and then sockets for your controllers to slot into. So they slot into this kind of stock, which uh, resembles basically how you would hold a rifle in real life. And this is obviously ideal for uh, first-person shooters in VR, like Onward, Pavlov, Zero Calibre, and obviously our personal favorite, uh, contractors. They kind of look pieced together with their 3D printed parts, but they're very sturdy. And a lot of our, our colleagues use them and have recommended them. And I think Rowdy's going to show this the stream his <laughs> now. And I think that's what it, he's doing anyway. It, yeah, if he, yeah, if he
1: doesn't, then this is the biggest lead up to like, to like now he just comes back on stream with like an yeah. ice cream cone. Yeah, the anticipation <laughs> yeah. is real. Um, but a
0: bit like what Zim touched on at the very beginning is like adding these like, accessories to your VR experience can really add to the immersion and what we found obviously with haptic feedbacks when we've discussed that before. And like when we've tried out the B haptics <laughs> vest or the butt kicker or, you know, the sub pack a little bit of haptic feedback in VR can make a huge difference and really add to the immersion. Yeah. And I think what pro tube are doing here is taking their sort of stock design and really taking it to the next level by adding haptic feedback in the yeah. form of um, realistic sort of recoil. So basically when you pull the trigger on your, your, you know, your, your controller, whether that be a Vive controller or a Rift controller, you're going to get some recoil feedback on the stock that actually sits in your shoulder blade where you'd rest uh, your rifle stock, basically. Um, and a bit like what Nathie was saying, I think it was last week when you were talking about that handgun stock, you know, it really adds to the experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, I think oh. Rowdy's showing us his uh, ProTube now. <laughs> that took a while, oh, my days. Yeah, yeah, it was in my
1: closet. Right? Like, oh, my <laughs> you did it but very a, well, though. You did it, like, a, so silently.
0: It's a robust bit of kit, though, right? It's it's, it's robust. You'd, you'd yeah. struggle to break it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's pretty much unbreakable. And also it has this, like, kind of, like, so you can change, like, I don't know if you can see that, like, those kind of, like, yeah, you can see it there. So you can like loosen them up and like change the handles and like because this is not like set up at all like because you can like um, I'm not gonna because it's like tight tightened up but you can like set it up to like for like different kind of weapons you can like set it up for like uh, uh, like rifles carbines like all kinds of different kind of things. So I think we were trying Again. to
1: articulate there. So so it's like a almost like a bicycle seat tightening and loosening mechanic to adjust the pieces so you can adjust it to what you
2: not, like. Not like this, not like this, but it's. These, these ones they do move, huh? so these like the holders actually hold the controller. controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But the uh, this thing is it's it's one straight thing up until here, and then and it's a hinge that can. Like, can Bend it's it. a hinge that can like go like that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: And the thing is, like when we went to OC Five and we were seeing all like the Onward Pro League, all the players were using these, weren't they? They were—it's almost like they were sponsored by Proship yeah. because everyone was using one. Uh, and I think it's kind of one of those given things now that if you're serious about your 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 multiplayer shooters, that you have one of these yeah. because how it helps you in game is that it helps you line up your your rifle immediately without having to worry about your two hands crossing over so your Mm -hmm. rifle is lined up straight away you can just put it into your shoulder and line up the shot accurately
2: um but having rifles and like those kind of things that it's very very handy because you know the the slightest movements that you have then especially if you're like holding it just generally
1: just you know your aim is like Screwed up. The only tip yeah. I have for freehanders, uh, which I think has certainly helped me, and I can't remember who's told me about it, um, is if you are in like Onward or whatever, instead of holding your hands out here and kind of that being all jostly, and even if you've got it lined up with your eye, if you take it back and actually rest it on your, if you rest one controller like on your face, then you're actually able, you've only got one point of movement. So it's a, it's a lot more stable. But um, yeah, it makes you feel like you're playing paintball. And yeah, when you've got that. Yeah, exactly. Access, and the thing is, as well, like with games
0: like Contractors, they've been really smart, knowing that the community are going to use these stocks. So they've added a lot of settings in the menus, so you can line up your physical stock exactly how it would be represented in game. Uh, and it, it, like we said at the beginning, when we touched on it with the mag mounts, you know, if if you'd buy the, the mag mount upgrade for the pro tube. you can just snap the controllers on and off the rail really quickly. So reloading isn't an issue, like Rowdy said at the beginning. Um, but this new haptic feedback module that they're developing, uh, it basically adds onto the end where the stock sits into your shoulder. And it's got a small motor inside it. So every time you pull the trigger, you get a little um, plate that moves into your shoulder, giving you a bit of recoil feedback, which again is just going to add to the immersion of playing a game like this. Um, I reached out to the developers of ProTube today and asked them when this is going to be coming out. And they said they're going to be crowdfunding this device in around three weeks' time. So this is probably going to come to Kickstarter or another crowdfunding platform. So if you're interested in this, we'll keep you updated uh, when it goes live uh, on the show. And maybe you can back this on Kickstarter yourself and upgrade your current ProTube or maybe buy the whole bundle as a full package. Some,
2: maybe. some people in the chat were asking, so I if- saw flip side asking, like, how do you switch to your pistol when you use that pull? I find a funny question as so, well. But it's, it's very easy because this one is only made for, used for your main rifle. So as soon as you want to switch to your, your pistol, that's why they have that, that kind of swing on there. You just, like, swing it aside and use your controller to get your pistol. And with the Mac mounts, it's very easy to do because, again, you can, like, just, like, clip it out, like, clip, and uh, hmm. you get the pistol. So, Must make yeah.
1: feel like fucking Rambo. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If
2: you know how to use them. Like it looks like you're freaking Rambo as well. Like,
1: you know what I mean, like I wish on my PSVR aim controller, I had the thing to just swing it around the back. I'm gonna have to figure something out now. And to be honest, lads, in fact, a lot of you, because I'm gonna have to buy one of these things now. It sucks. But the thing I don't understand, that I saw in the the Twitter thread when this post hit, I I understand they're not triggering off of sound, which is which is what mm-hmm. most of these work. So that means they're actually going the development pipeline of getting direct support for your game, which is yeah. uh, definitely mixed blessing because it will only, I assume then by that design will only work with specific titles, but it will work so much better. Uh, to yeah,
2: to but at game. the same time, if, if you look at like the VR scene where they're very focused on, there's only a, Couple of titles that really use the ProTube, and these are the same titles that are working directly also with ProTube. You have Pavlov, you have Onward. I mean, I, I think even sure. ProTube was sponsoring uh, uh, the Onward tournament that we saw on OCC. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. They, they're working already very closely together with the development of them. They have uh, um, many of those games actually already have ProTube support, so you can select that you're using like one of those like handheld mounts. So I, I think that there's some reason behind that why they're doing that.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, having used a stock once in the past, I 3D printed one back in the day, uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm tempted to 3D print another one now um, whilst we wait for this, uh, you know, fancy new module from from Protube to come out because I think that's definitely what I want. Uh,
3: but in the meantime, maybe
0: I can sort of just play around with
3: a, a 3D printed one. <laughs> it's, it's funny that your wife warned you to not print any guns with your... And now you're actually... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: what... <laughs>
0: For those that don't
1: know
3: this
0: joke, basically I bought a 3D printer and my wife was like, we'd been watching a lot of Black Mirror at the time, just FYI. And my wife was like, what if your 3D printer prints itself a gun and shoots you? (laughs) I was like, we're not quite ready for the robot
2: uprising yet. Like, you know, it's going to be a little while, but. You know what you should do, Mike? You should just start printing the gun stock and then go go and call your wife and be like, hey, did you turn on the printer? Like, what, what is it doing here? <laughs> it's
0: turning against me. It wants to kill me. Um, but let us know in the chat if you use a ProTube and what you think of it and what games are you using it for. We'd love to know. Uh, but I think this is super interesting. And like I've said before, a little bit of haptic feedback can make a big difference in terms of immersion in VR. So I'm definitely excited for this hmm. one. Um a friend of mine who um who actually built this desk for me, he's a he's a bit of a, a mad inventor and a, a sort of carpenter, but he, he built a very similar prototype and what he had done was he took a nail gun and took the the nails out of it because it just basically fires compressed air. And just then- imagine if he didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds exactly. safe from the very get go, you know. And then was able to mount it with a Vive controller. So when you pulled the trigger on the Vive controller, it also pulled the trigger on the nail gun and it used the compressed air and it really made some like really cool haptic feedback (laughs) recoil, like really powerful as well. You were like, holy crap. So I was like begging him to to like make it for me, um, but you have to like have it connected to the mains, like a two hundred, you know, two twenty volts, two twenty volts. Um, so it's pretty dangerous doing that blind in VR. So he decided against letting me do it. Um, but yeah, that kind of concept I really like. So I, I'm looking forward to this for sure. Do you have
1: a video of that somewhere, I think. Did I do you show, somewhere. You showed me that <laughs> yeah. ages ago. Um, I do somewhere. I remember you showing it to me. It was like it was like a year and a half ago, um, and I was like, "That is pretty freaking cool." Mm. But, yeah. yeah, it's like it's really heavy recoil. And he was saying like mm. after maybe like
0: a thousand pull, pulls of the trigger, it probably just ended up splitting the wood. It was so powerful. So
1: <laughs> why he... does this remind me of like, like World War II and those scientists who were like, oh, we've learned how to split the atom. And then they're like flown in to be like, yeah, you're going to help us, boy, to just go nuke the Japanese. You know, it's this whole thing. I that was a different war. Anyway, I've confused myself, but you get the point. But this this guy, he was like a mad inventor, but he, to- he totally loved getting involved in stuff like that.
0: So, uh, right. yeah, so nice maybe... Guy.
3: Maybe I should try to uh, flex tape a nail gun to my PSVR aim controller for dig weld. Do it, do, <laughs> it right, do it the right way around
2: in
1: athe not that you get like... Oh.
3: <laughs>
1: you know so don't mean... test it while hanging above your gun, right? On our pre-roll, we're going to yeah. need to add some disclaimer text. Please do not try anything <laughs> yeah. that reality recommends at home as you may end up dead. Thank you. <laughs> Well, we set. have
2: someone in the chat saying as well, like uh, that he's waiting out for the PPVR gun. Uh, worst name ever, is- if you ask me. PPVR gun. Um, I don't know if you guys know that one. I think that's yeah, the, the molded the rifle, one that looks like a looks like a
1: rifle like, out of Halo or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, as the one with uh, two young kids. But can I say, ooh, I know that one. That's the one in Astrobot where you get to pee on all the little robots. That's what my kids love. They're like, no, pee on that guy, pee on that guy. So anyway. It's not that one.
3: It's not isn't isn't VR bound a website where you can buy all kinds of guns where you can slide your controllers in? I think I saw that before where you can buy like a SCAR or an M4 or, I mean, there right. are some some legit looking guns you can buy. I'm not sure if you are allowed to buy that. it is
2: The the PPVR gun is an actual controller. It's it's very expensive as well. But uh, I kind of like... I'm not that excited about it because I already know that it won't work for every kind of game that you're going to play. Also because... Guns are different, uh, especially like it's going to be really weird to like, be reloading that. It's going to be, again, not doing it manually. And I like doing all those kind of things manual. If it doesn't do it manual, then I'm already, it's not real VR anymore. So that,
0: That's what yeah. comes from like a lot of the satisfaction of playing a game like Contractors is that reloading mechanic and being <laughs> fast at it as well. Because, you know, it's not like Black Ops or some other game like that where you just push a button, it reloads for you. You have to physically do it yourself. So it, it adds a, a dynamic to the game, you know, of being fast. Yeah.
1: I've, I've, uh, I'm, I'm sure I've seen this PPVR gun deployed at VRLA uh, last year. Uh, and and- but they've been downloading it for quite a while, but I don't think it has hit the market. I've seen that in the chat
2: someone saying that it's $1,500. Um, wow. I don't know if that is true, but if yeah. it is, then it's, it's well, it's not going to work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, Let's uh, wrap this show up then. I'll do a reminder of the show times. If you've got any questions in the chat, now's a good time to ask them. Uh, so it is just a reminder that it's a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitch. You can tune in to the show live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. Thank you very much to all of you that have joined us in the chat live. We really appreciate it and thank you for pushing us over the thousand subscriber threshold. Uh, we really, really appreciate it yeah. and we want to continue to uh, you know, make the show as best as we possibly can for you guys and girls and uh, we've got a few ideas in the work that we're going to test around so maybe you might see some of those uh, in future episodes of the show obviously next week uh natie's going to be away in china so wish him a very happy trip uh, he's going to be away for a week uh, but we'll be back on the show the following week mm-hmm. and like i said we're going to have a special guest next week i think we're going to have voodoo de join us on the show and he can talk to us about his hands-on experience with the pimax yep. uh, the samsung odyssey <laughs> as well that he has access to and his time at CES, so I'm sure he's going to have an interesting uh, uh, sort of uh, load of information to add to the show as well. So yeah, he's a he's a collector was, as
2: well, right? Oh, for yeah. sure. was how, how your, your German, Mike? Is that good?
0: All, all I know is how to order a blue ice cream. Uh, Einer Blauer Enger. That is all <laughs> I know.
2: That's very specific. Um, that's um, not yeah. what that means.
1: Very that's useful.
0: I don't know. It, it worked. I got blue ice cream, so I was happy as a kid. That's all I needed to know. What the fuck is blue ice cream? I, I, I don't know. I think it was like a slush puppy type thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I used to get it from the local ice cream man who used to come around
1: my estate. Been so, nervous. Yeah. yeah, that's all I know. People are saying, "Have fun, Nathie, in China." I think it's. Uh, is that your first time in Asia, then, or have you been there before? Yes.
3: No, no, hmm. it's the first time. I don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't know what to expect.
1: I can't wait to hear back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be
3: super, uh, super awesome. It's going to be my my first step into, into well, let's say China and, and VR. It's going to be so short. It's going to fly by. I already know that. But uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great, great when you come back. I'm sure you're going to have plenty of
0: stories to share with us. So you get to yes. you get to sort of uh, relive Nate's trip through the show, which yeah. would
2: be interesting. Yeah. So, we'll um, do like yeah. a deer show. <laughs> yeah and here's me and there's uh, <laughs> so do we have any questions in the chat for us or is everyone uh, talking about rowdy sexual devices i don't know uh oh, well, what that was to, but uh i'm guessing it's it's this thing yeah. um yeah. i wonder if i can modify one of my airsoft rifles well that's actually a, a good idea maybe that uh, that would be hmm. indeed something also, I saw that MindJive said that Tactical Haptics Reactive Grip VR Controls are now production ready. Was oh. an article that was uploaded uh, on uh, on Upload VR, and he has been waiting for these for the last five years. Tactical uh, Haptics. Tactical Haptics Reactive Grip VR controllers. Sounds like a military okay. thing. Yeah. I'll,
3: I'll, I'll look in for, into that for sure. Um, Some, yeah. Someone also said, don't forget to rub the like button.
2: Yeah, I, I'm thinking that's... Uh, <laughs> That came because of my sexual devices.
1: There's, oh. there's many yeah. safe and not safe for work related comments on your <laughs> based on your tube there, Rowdy. So, uh, thank
3: you.
0: <laughs> Let's. Let's wrap it up there then. So I hope you guys and girls have enjoyed this. Thanks again for those of you that join us live. We really appreciate you sort of getting involved with the comments and interacting with everyone else in the chat as well. And uh, thanks again for pushing us over the 1,000 subscribers. Have a great week in VR. Good luck, Nathy, on your Asian trip, and we'll see you when you return. And have a great week in VR, and we'll see you next week as always with Voodoo DE in tow as well. So bye-bye mm-hmm. for now. Have a good one. Bye. I'll
2: feed this <laughs> in.